Hi, and welcome to Idaho Business Out Loud. I'm Liz Harbauer, and this episode is going to be focused on the Valley County, Western Central Mountain region. A lot's happened in 2019, a lot's going to happen in 2020. So for that, I spoke with Andrew Menser a couple weeks back, and we were at the Idaho Economic Development Association Conference, so there's a little bit of chatter in the background. But stay tuned, as he has a wealth of information to share on the topic. Uh, I'm Andrew Menser. I'm the executive director for the West Central Mountains Economic Development Council, and we serve all of Valley County and North Adams County as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here with me today, Andrew, and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, So today I want to talk about two things with you, kind of what's going on in Valley County. What's happened in 2019, what's going to happen in 2020? So let's start off with the past. Kind of can you give us an overview of what's been going on in 2019? You bet. Uh, there's been a lot going on lately uh, in our region. Um, we are have seen a lot of activity with Tamarack Resort. They're spending quite a bit of money on getting their first uh, 59 units uh, finished, as well as uh, putting a lot of money and resources towards uh, finishing off the village. So uh, the whole landscape of Tamarack is changing quite a bit. Uh, we've seen quite a few infrastructure projects. The city of McCall has a downtown revitalization project that's uh, being finished up here. Uh, and then also St. Luke's McCall is, um, is building a new $40 million hospital facility in our region. Uh, we're seeing a lot of activity with a number of different infrastructure kind of things um, between roads and uh, water systems and sewer systems. So there's a lot of activity uh, in our region and our, our total pipeline, which includes current and future projects, uh, is over a billion dollars worth of, worth of projects um, on paper. So we're, we're pretty excited about that, but we're also trying to manage that growth. We're, we're still working on a bunch of stuff in the trail space, uh, pathway space in general. Um, we're, we're working kind of collaboratively between about 10 or 11 different organizations. And uh, those organizations are all, they all have a little bit different function, but um, the goal is to create connectivity with trails between the communities and then out to our public lands. And so uh, we finished uh, an International Mountain Biking Association study last year um, that identifies about 70 miles of single track that we'd like to build within the public road right-of-way to connect the communities. And we're also working uh, with some other partners to try and connect out to existing trail systems at Bear Basin, Jug Mountain, and Tamarack. And so we're excited about the economic opportunity there as well as the community health benefit and uh, recreation tourism benefits that will likely come from those projects. Uh, Some of those sections of those trails are actually already already in concept and so we're working with uh, various cities in the counties um, for entitlement Uh, one being a connection of the Weezer River Trail into New Meadows and another one being uh, the Donnelly Flyway project which would tie uh, the city of Donnelly back out to the public park uh, and the boat docks on the lake and so those are the first two uh, that we're looking at. We're also looking at extending uh, Crown Point Trail north of Cascade, if we can work with some property owners there, and some connections of the, the North Valley Rail Trail back into Donnelly. So um, kind of filling in the bookends a little bit over time. It's going to mm-hmm. be a long game for us, but we're excited about the options. What's one of the projects that's kind of wrapped up in 2019 that you're most excited about? Well, you know, economic development is in perpetuity. That's kind of how we, we view it. Um, so, you know, nothing really ends in our community development sphere necessarily. Um, the entitlement for St. Luke's uh, new facility in McCall is really exciting. Um, and so we're, we're, we're pretty encouraged. They're, they're, they've broken ground. They're well underway on that project. Um, and so we're excited to see that project finished um, next year. And the year after, it's going to be a fairly significant project. Um, but um, getting getting that project entitled and across the finish line for St. Luke's, that, that was a, a big win for the region. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten some infrastructure grants. We're, we're working with uh, the village of Yellow Pine to upgrade their, their water system. Uh, with North Lake Seward Water District right now, we're, we're heading into design to um, do a retrofit for their septage receiving facility. And a lot of these things are not very sexy, to be honest. They're just um, they're, important. they're important parts of our infrastructure. And so while none of those projects are, are complete, per se, um, on our front, we're very excited about what they're going to afford for opportunities in our economic space. Um, we've seen quite a few new businesses come to town in 2019, a lot of retail, um, and we've also seen the completion of the Payette Lake Trail. Um, the Simba, Central Idaho Mountain Biking Association, um, was able to complete that section of trail um, this last summer, and that's been a really popular addition to our trail network. So I'm going to back up real quick to something you just said about the growth of retail. Is that predominantly in downtown McCall? Is that spread out throughout the region as a whole? It's really spread out throughout the region as a whole. We've seen growth in uh, every community in our, our region. New Meadows has seen growth in the retail sector. Um, McCall's seen a disproportionately high amount because that's where the population center is. But we've seen it in Donnelly and Cascade as well. There's a lot going on, and uh, we've seen that reflected in all of our data sets. The school districts are growing. Um, I think we've seen generally between about 6 and 11% growth of student enrollment in each district. And so we just know that there's people moving to the area and there's a lot of uh, great economic opportunities. Um, can you tell us a little bit about housing in the West Central Mountain region? I know there's been a lot of talk about, uh, you know, Airbnbs and like vacation housing versus resident housing. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Absolutely, yeah. Housing's always always been a big challenge for us. Uh, we just wrapped up some uh, research uh, that we did over the, the summer and fall months. We interviewed, or excuse me, surveyed about 600 different employees. Uh, so rather than asking the employers what the, the challenge is and how we can solve it, we actually asked for um, some kind of boots on the ground realities for employees. And we got some really interesting data. Um, you know, people want to see single family dwellings constructed. A lot of people, over 80% of our respondents, uh, plan to be in the area for over five years. Uh, and so we know that we have a real challenge to retain good talent, especially young families in the area, if we can't get the housing thing right. And so, um, you know, the cities uh, are all working on or are about to pass uh, code amendments um, that, that touch on the short-term rental thing. Um, a lot of that falls in line with uh, House Bill 216 from the state legislature, which has enabled some of the cities and counties um, to do uh, a, a little bit more work in, um, in the space of regulating short-term rentals and making sure that life safety things are accounted for. Um, and, you know, we're excited about that. We think that um, things are moving in a good direction, but uh, we're forever going to be challenged by housing because we have a great place to, to not only live, but also to recreate. So uh, we're also working, uh, we've got a, we've established a group, a YIMBY group, Yes in My Backyard, and it's a pretty informal group, uh, but that group is, uh, is, has been showing up to city council and PNZ meetings um, uh, for good projects. You know, not every project is great, and not, certainly no project is perfect, but uh, making sure that there's good advocacy uh, if there's resistance from a neighborhood that we have people um, from outside of maybe that neighborhood, but who are business owners. Um, or, or community advocates um, speaking up on behalf of good projects to make sure we can get good de-restricted housing done throughout the region. And we've seen that um, be a benefit to two different projects in 2019 that we're really excited about for a total of about 34 additional units. So how much have you seen the area grow over the past year, necessarily over the past five years? Uh, it's been pretty incredible. We've seen uh, 
pretty meteoric rise for the region. Um, you know, about, as I understand it, about 101 people move to Idaho every single day. Most of them land in the Treasure Valley, and that does one of two things. That either redistributes somebody to the West Central Mountains region, or it encourages somebody from uh, maybe the old guard uh, in a different part of Idaho to pursue a quieter or more rural lifestyle with great amenities. Um, our region has uh, historically uh, the one of the longest length of life metrics in the entire country, uh, and we're usually one of the top school districts and also have happen to have um, the healthiest county in Idaho. And so we have a lot of things that people aspire to or look for uh, from a quality of life perspective. And so um, we're seeing people move in for those variables. We're seeing people re-migrate or migrate from other parts of the state towards our region for those metrics. Uh, and these are folks who can handle a hearty winter. And so <laughs> we, we, uh, we appreciate that type of growth because uh, it brings new perspectives and diversity to our community. So to kind of move forward to 2020, which is what I'm sure we're all excited to hear about, um, what things are going to be happening? Let's start in sort of like winter, spring 2020, move forward. What can you tell us? Well, our organization uh, typically spends a lot of time uh, in a few key spaces. Um, so on the infrastructure side, uh, the city of McCall is working on its Rapid McCall platform, which is a, a broadband deployment um, at the local level. And so we're excited to assist with some of the discussion there and see if there's, there's a broader opportunity for other regional partners in that discussion. Um, we're also looking at um, so a lot of the pathways stuff that we touched on earlier, we're excited that uh, there's going to be some opportunities to complete some of these trail sections that we're, we're either designing or, or um, are already you know, under construction. We want to get those completed. Um, we're also really excited about um, you know, some of our grant writing opportunities. Uh, we work really closely with the Idaho Department of Commerce, Idaho Department of Labor uh, on some of the infrastructure and financing components. And so we're, we're kind of in the process of polishing what those, those opportunities might look like for 2020 right now. Uh, and then um, the thing I'm probably most excited about is, is business retention and expansion. That's what we do. Um, that's where we, we inform all of our agenda is we sit down with about 100 businesses a year. Uh, whether they're, they're small sole proprietors, um, small to medium-sized companies, or very large companies, we, we have frequent discussions with these folks, and they tell us what they'd like to see and, and how they'd like to see the community grow and change. And so we do our best to, uh, to incorporate that feedback uh, almost on a daily basis. What are some of the reasons that these businesses list for, you know, moving and staying in this area? I mean, I'm sure obviously it's a beautiful landscape and, like you said, healthy county, but have you heard any other interesting sort of feedback from them on that matter? It's it's usually lifestyle. You know, people love to live in the West Central Mountains. It's it's postcard scenery. It's wonderful people. It's uh, it's incredible access to recreation. Those are the kinds of things that people aspire to, and why people um, typically live where we're at. But we also have a really robust uh, government sector. A lot of natural resources and agriculture, small scale agriculture, uh, and so the economic opportunities are really broad as well. Um, and so we're we're excited for the possibilities that are going to come from that in the future. And, and we think that that's our bread and butter. We think that uh, that's why people want to live and work and do business in, in the West Central Mountains. Absolutely. So, um, you know, as we talked about in 2019 is the rapid growth. I imagine that is expected to just continue. I know I've heard it all over the state. Um, what are some measures that uh, y'all are taking to facilitate that growth and plan for it in the future? 
you know, we're, we're working with our, our, our county and city partners to make sure that, um, like I said, there's code amendments for, for things like housing, uh, the deployment of local option taxes, uh, where those are available in our region, making sure that, um, you know, we, we have a good discussion with our policymakers and the folks who make the decisions on deployment of, of those funds. Um, you know, those are the types of things, th the tactical kinds of things we can do. And then we also do a lot of programming. Um, you know, we work closely with the Department of Labor and the Idaho Workforce Development Council on um, strategies to identify, you know, how we can we can tie in things like uh, we, d we did a culinary program um, back in April of 2019, and we're excited to duplicate that in um, 2019 in the spring. Um, we also are working with the Association of General Contractors to try and bring a pre-apprenticeship program um, to the, the region that could uh, help our construction and trades industry who have historically had a real challenge with recruitment and retention. So, um, you know, between programming and policy, we find a pretty good mixture of, of advocacy that, that um, helps to guide uh, good growth uh, as best we can. Um, is it perfect? By, by no means. But is it uh, generally pretty good work? We think so. I know one of the hot topics on everybody's minds right now and being discussed is opportunity zones. Um, what kind of opportunity zones exist in the McCall region and uh, what are the kind of tentative plans for those? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so we've got two oppor opportunity zones in the West Central Mountains region. Uh, one is in the Meadows Valley, uh, so North Adams County, and the other one encompasses a good portion of McCall South um, all the way to south of Donnelly. And so we're seeing a lot of interest from some developers and uh, fund managers to deploy funds uh, from an opportunity fund into uh, potentially some, some projects. Some of them are strictly private sector type projects. Some of them are multifamily housing. Uh, but we think there's there's a huge opportunity, pun intended, for uh, <laughs> leveraging that instrument alongside some other incentives uh, to really make sure that developers are getting a good deal uh, on doing projects that, that make good sense for the community as well. So I know some of the news that you sent us press release about that's really fascinating is um, a new co-working space opened. Is Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. We're really excited about Cub McCall. It's the community hub uh, for McCall. Um, it's it's a partnership with Luminaire, and uh, they, they're kind of handling the nuts and bolts of it. But uh, basically, it's a co-working space for up to about five nonprofits. Uh, it's fairly affordable. It includes Wi-Fi. There's a lounge, a meeting space, and um, it, it's kind of an open environment where we can do some idea sharing and some collaboration. So we're, we're really excited about Cub McCall. Um, the, the official opening date is November 15th, and we'll do an open house then. And um, yeah, it's at 114 North 3rd Street um, right as you enter McCall. So we're very excited about that regional hub and uh, what that could, could do for, for the community. Um, we think it will be a great meeting space, teaching space, and learning space. Awesome. Do you have any nonprofits that have already kind of reserved space in there that are going to be working out of there? Uh, we're, we're in the process of working with the, the Ponderosa Center um, to, to set up their, their uh, shop there. Um, our organization is going to be located in there, and then Luminaire. So we're the first three um, kind of unofficially right now. Uh, and then we've had some discussions with some other nonprofits. I don't want to obligate them ahead of them yeah. saying an official <laughs> yes, but the, it's 75 bucks a month for, for an office co-working meeting space. We think it's really affordable, and we're going to have a, a packed house here by the end of November. How many people can work in an office? I'm kind of trying to get a sense of the general size of the venue. It's fairly small. Um, we're, we're kind of going for a, a fit and feel of a, a boutique hotel lobby. Uh, and so all the furniture and tables can be moved around and reorganized. Um, but we're looking for um, five to eight organizations with one to two people. So at 750 square feet, we think we could have you know 10 to 15 people in there mm -hmm. at any one point in time. And with the knowledge that people will be coming and going per their schedules. 
Can't wait to see that. It sounds like an exciting development. It should be fun. So to kind of wrap up, um, there's one question just sort of bringing it back to our listeners is what can the, um, you know, just the average resident in the West Central Mountain region, what can they expect moving to 2020? What would you like them to look forward to seeing? Well, I think our region uh, is going to continue to evolve and grow and in a lot of ways in lockstep with with the Treasure Valley market. Um, We know that uh, uh, there's a lot of indicators for that, but we're really excited about uh, what we've been able to do with data and how that's informed a good decision making at the local level. Um, we're, we're also encouraged by the potential reestablishment of an economic development district for our region, which hopefully would um, afford us the ability to tap into additional federal funding resources for things like major infrastructure projects, transportation, things like that. Uh, and then, you know, you'll start to see some real traction with our pathway stuff and our workforce development stuff in particular. Um, you know, th- those are things that we, we know create a better quality of life for our existing residents and also make the place really attractive for other folks coming in. And then on the housing front, uh, I can't speak to the details right now, um, you know, publicly, but we've got some really excited uh, additional housing projects coming online. Some of them will be affordable projects. Some of them will be market rates. Some of them will be deed restricted uh, or all three in some cases. But um, we're, we're continuing to chip away at our housing challenge um, through a lot of strategies uh, using our partnerships and the, the instruments and tools that we have through the state and federal government. So. Um, you know, again, a lot of this is not the sexiest work in the world, but um, it's important work and we're, we're making uh, measurable, meaningful strides in all these spaces. And so just keep your eyes and ears open for, for those developments as they come along. It's really interesting. So in the last interview that I did, I was talking about incentives for um, not only talent to stay in Idaho, but to come here. And the biggest thing, like you said, is lifestyle. And it sounds like region really has that down providing that lifestyle it seems like it's a priority of yours do you agree yeah i think lifestyle we have we have all the 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 positive metrics of that in abundance and so why not celebrate it it's a it's a great place to live and work well thank you for your time andrew it has been um really awesome to learn all this information i look forward to seeing exactly what's going to happen in 2020 sounds like a lot's underway you bet thanks for having me